0: On Saturday, June 17th, podcasters from the DCTV Podcast Network
1: are gathering together for our third annual live charity fundraising event. This year, we'll be raising money for the World Wildlife Fund, the world's leading conservation organization that works in 100 countries to protect endangered species and critical habitats.
2: For more information on how to donate and where to listen, visit dctvpodcast.com slash fundraiser. Radio Rebirth, your source for the DC comic series called Supergirl Rebirth. My name is Rebecca Johnson. I'm Carly Lane. I'm Maureen Glennon. And for this episode of the podcast, we are going to discuss Supergirl's team up with Batgirl in Batgirl Annual Number One. And to help us do that, we thought we'd recruit our own bat friend from Holy Batcast, Mr. Jamie Truly. So welcome to Supergirl Radio, Jamie.
3: Thank you very much for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
2: Well, I thought you might enjoy uh, talking about some Batgirl, so we are glad to have you.
3: As Batgirl is one of my favorite characters, I'm definitely glad to be talking about her.
2: Good, good, good. Yes. Well, we we enjoy some Supergirl, Batgirl stuff, so very excited to talk about this issue. And Batgirl Annual Number 1 was written by Vita Ayala, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, and Hope Larson with art penciled and inked by Eleonora Carlini and Inaki Miranda. So we've got some new writers and some new artists to talk about, and the description for this issue reads, quote, Batgirl and Supergirl must team up to break into Arkham Asylum. In this all-new Rebirth Annual, Batgirl must seek Supergirl's help to solve a mystery that leads them to the heart of the most insane, insane asylum there is. But what they discover and who they discover in Arkham will lead to a much, much bigger story." So this was quite the exciting issue. Uh, Supergirl and Batgirl want to go hang out, and instead they uh, go break into uh, a facility. To, uh, I guess that's what superheroes do when they just kind of want to go hang out together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Jamie, so uh, since we brought you on to talk a little bit about Batgirl, what did you think about Batgirl uh, in this issue, and, and maybe talk about her her teaming up with Supergirl? Uh,
3: I thought the dynamic between the two of them was really good. Uh, obviously, this is kind of their their first meeting in this particular universe, and uh, I thought they played very well off each other, dialogue wise, and and yeah, I mean, I thought everything was really well done in that respect.
2: Did you, uh, I'm, I'm curious, what, what did you think about it? Cause, cause Batgirl is shown kind of being the, the person who hacks into things and, and is kind of the brains behind the operation. Do you think that's kind of the best interpretation for her? Is that, did you feel that that was represented correctly in terms of how she contributed uh, to the mission with Supergirl? Uh,
3: I guess I should preface that with saying the, the, What's known as the Burnside version of Batgirl is not my favorite rendition. I kind of prefer the Gail Simone version from the New 52 run, so I, I'm always a little bit more off with the Burnside version, but as far as the character from the Burnside version goes, I think she's played off basically exactly the way she is in her own solo book from month to month. So, yeah, I mean, I, I thought she was served justice in that respect.
2: And are you reading currently the the Batgirl stuff that's going on in Rebirth?
3: I actually read everything in Rebirth except for Hellblazer and Harley Quinn. Man,
2: that's that's impressive. Um, so I do have some questions. So is 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 this kind of fitting in with what what's going on in in the Batgirl series? This character-wise,
3: yes. Uh, as far as like as to the continuity of her story, I don't think it has a, a particular relevance that I can spot offhand.
2: Okay, so it just seems like a fun little adventure story kind of yeah. In between. More,
3: Yeah, side story, more or less.
2: All right. Cool. Yeah, I was just curious about that. And uh, Carly, what did you think about Supergirl in this issue and how she teamed up with Batgirl?
0: Okay, so can I just say the thing that cracks me up the most was uh, Batgirl completely missing the lasers on the floor and Supergirl pulling her up but giving her a wedgie. (laughs) She
2: definitely did that.
0: (laughs) I don't know why. It was just such a silly moment. Also, the fact that... um, uh, Batgirl guessed her password at the end. She's like, Um, you might as well just change it to Supergirl. You're gonna make it that easy. Because wasn't it just <laughs> her password was literally Krypton?
2: Yeah, that's not a real strong password.
0: No, uh, and also the fact that she's basically disobeying Cameron Chase's orders and you know, one a- went after and Going after this girl, Gail, or, you know, this person that's been reaching out to her through the through the connection that that she has with her powers and basically says, oh, well, I asked her to, like, officially sanction the rescue. And she said no, so I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so Kara. It's, like, unreal.
2: Yeah, she worried a little bit about Cameron Chase kind of busting in there and, and finding out what she did. Um But, yeah, I do like that she wanted to go help no matter what. And I was a uh, a little confused at first and I had to go look this up because the the Kryptonian telepathy I was kind of taken aback by that cuz I was like what is this a new power but apparently in some versions of uh the Superman Supergirl kind of Kryptonian mythology Kryptonians do have telepathy and can communicate that way so I was like okay I'll go with it um so <laughs> so yeah they they do go to rescue this uh this girl named Gail. um Morgan, what did you think about uh, Supergirl in this issue and and her teaming up with
1: Batgirl? Yeah, I liked her. I also had that same question about the the telepathy. Yes, because I was like, they can do that. <laughs> like that that feels new. Unlike you, I didn't look it up. I just kind of like rolled with it. I was like, all right, I guess they do that now. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was I I did feel like that was a little bit like random i was like oh okay um i didn't know that was one of her powers but that's cool but i I liked her teaming up with batgirl i thought that was a really fun they had a really fun dynamic like when batgirl agrees to like to help her out and she like hugs her in (laughs) midair like and spills Mm -hmm. her drink all over the place (laughs) it just felt like a very like a very car thing to do to be like that excited and she's like, um, you're hugging me too tight. And like, w- we're in the air. Please don't. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that would
2: be very, uh, very scary, actually, for a couple of reasons. Uh, I would be worried Supergirl would hug me too hard, and, <laughs> even though she's probably in control of her abilities. And also, as you mentioned, uh, you're in midair. And also, maybe the fact that she like spills her coffee or whatever it is. And, you know, that's. That's your money. That's just spilling out into the street. I, mean, <laughs> I know she she wanted to drink that coffee and her her coffee spilled. Uh, so that that's an unfortunate aspect of that.
1: And I like when the like the alarm goes off and 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 Supergirl's like, did you do something wrong? And Batgirl is like, I did everything perfectly. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's such a funny like dynamic between the two of them.
2: Yeah, they do. Um, they complement each other. I think very well in terms of like. Batgirl's abilities and Supergirl's abilities And how they sort of help each other And and balance each other out In in terms of what they're trying to do And what they're trying to accomplish And I was also curious about what you guys think Because we encountered a a character Inside uh, This uh, Cadmus Black Sight Lab uh, That they weren't really anticipating So um Jamie, what did you think about this uh, this kid that they encounter named Caleb, who they refer to as uh, Frost Point?
3: Uh, the biggest thing I can say about that is I really, you know, obviously cold powers are a big thing in the DC universe. You know, everybody's kind of got a, a villain in the stable that does the cold power thing. I've never quite seen the cold powers illustrated the way that they were in this book. I thought it was a really unique take, and I thought it looked really good. You know, kind of the snowflakes and the 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 light blue haze, the white haze going on around it. I thought that was really well done.
2: Yeah, it should, it, it made it feel chaotic. Like, there there was really a blizzard in there. Uh, so I, I liked that as well. Um, Car- Carly, do you have any thoughts on uh, Caleb, a.k.a.
0: Frostpoint? I love the fact that that Supergirl in one panel is giving him a piggyback ride. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's literally just giving him a ride out of there, which I thought was really cute. Um, but I don't know. Well, I guess we'll have to see what happens to be, to be fair. I haven't really been keeping up with this current run of Batgirl. So these care. A lot of these characters are like brand new. So it'll be interesting to see if he resurfaces at any point. One would think, considering that they rescued him essentially rescued him from cadmus
3: i haven't noticed him as a major player in the Batgirl arcs at all if he's been in there it's been very brief and i don't right. call it
2: yeah he's new to me too I, I hadn't met this character before and when you were talking about how uh, supergirl carly uh, how, how you mentioned that she carries him like on her back i also liked the uh panel on page 15 where supergirl is like using her super breath to kind of uh i guess sort of uh cool him down because she uses her heat vision um and so you can see a little bit of her super breath going on and uh so i like i like those little touches where where she's using her abilities there um morgan did you have any thoughts about the uh the cold aspect of this issue
1: yeah i i also really liked the way that it was illustrated with all like the icicles and and i thought that was really neat when she used her heat vision on him i was like whoa that's kind of rough isn't it (laughs) so it was really funny like that the next panel she's she is cooling him off with her like with her breath i thought that was really funny
2: that's that's the very least i think she could do i mean (laughs) yeah because
1: he's like he's like steaming
0: like (laughs)
1: after after she uses her heat vision he's just like laying there steaming and they don't seem they're like oh good job and i was like is he like okay <laughs> i don't i don't know if it's a good thing that
2: to, to be steaming like that no but i mean he recovered pretty well i think
1: uh but yeah. she's like i just balanced him out it's cool <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah so i i can't imagine what that would be like to have supergirl use her her full heat vision on you uh that that would leave you steaming i think uh just just, just a little bit
0: I feel like you would literally melt like the Nazis at the end of Raiders: of The Lost Ark. Like your face would literally melt off. Like, Wah. but maybe
2: <laughs> maybe the fact that he has cold powers helped him out a little. No, bit. I think yeah, yeah. right.
0: Like, I think if he had not been, you know, a metahuman or a superpowered person or whatever, he would he would not be here right
2: now. He would definitely <laughs> be the, the Raiders Nazis for sure. Yep. <laughs> um yeah yeah i was
1: like car uh, is really good with her powers because like i feel like that's like a delicate mix that you have to do it like not too hard or i'll melt him <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah i now, now that makes me wonder if you know because sometimes when we've seen her on the show supergirl can use her heat vision to cook turkeys and things like that so it's like does, <laughs> she, coffee. does she yeah does she know how like what can she turn it to a certain temperature like how how specific is the heat vision can she make it a certain heat or you know uh make it cooler I don't I don't know how she can go about doing Probably cuz
0: she's like she's heated cat's coffee to like the perfect temperature you know the temperature the cat likes <laughs> yeah, I feel true. like I feel like she can it's like she has some weird internal uh like dial where she can just turn it up to whatever you know extent she needs to
2: yeah so maybe the, once,
1: once again thanks cat grant <laughs> uh,
2: so maybe maybe the heat vision she uses on uh frost point uh caleb she she can do it so it's just hot enough but not too too hot to uh, do any 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 certain damage well um since we've uh been introduced to some new artists on this issue since this is uh the bad girl annual uh does anyone have any uh favorite pages or panels jamie uh, what did you think about the art in this one
3: um, I really like the art. Uh, I, I think it goes really well. Uh, I've been reading the Supergirl book right along, and uh, as we'll discuss later, I am not a big fan of most of the artwork that I've seen in the Supergirl book, and I don't like being critical of artists because I have zero artistic ability whatsoever, but it just doesn't appeal to me personally. But this one, I think, does a really nice job of it, and, and again, I'll just to reiterate, I think that the the work done on the the cold powers is for me, anyway, the highlight of the book, I, I would say my favorite panel is that one where that uh, girl standing behind Supergirl and she unleashes the heat vision, that that splash page there. I think that's, for me, the best looking panel in the book here.
2: Yeah, it's got a great use of colors and um, and it's a very dynamic image. It kind of contrasts the heat with the cold. So, yeah, I like that page a, a lot. Um, and Car- how can you
3: not love heat vision anytime you see it? You know? Oh,
2: yeah, heat vision is the coolest. Um, Carly, do you have any uh, thoughts about the art in this issue?
0: Yeah, I definitely like the page and also the page that's right before it where you just see he's like Caleb in the middle like screaming and then all the panels around it where (laughs) like at one point Kara's holding that girl and then it almost looks like they're just lost in the blizzard. Like that looks really cool. Um, And then also at the end where they're laying out under the stars in the desert. I love those pages too. Like they're they're just really simple, but I think you don't proof that you don't really have to do much. Like even like the very last page where you just see the panels of Batgirl and Supergirl, and they're clearly laying on their backs talking, but the way that they're drawn, they're upside down. But to me, that's such a great like that to me feels like a, a great uh that's like a cinematography kind of thing where you put you put them in a way where you know they're laying on the ground uh but it just it visually it looks really fun
3: am i the only one that kind of had a flashback to the wayne's world movie in those panels <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah it's just me never mind <laughs> okay, i said anything
2: now that makes Maybe. me want to go back and uh <laughs> re-watch wayne's world it's been a while yeah, I do like that, that page in, in those panels where it's sort of hovering over the two of them as they're talking. It makes it feel more intimate, almost like uh, when I look at it, I feel like I'm in it on, on their conversation, almost like spying on them. So I, I like I like the, the perspective on that and the, the POV. Uh, Morgan, do you have any uh, favorite pages or panels?
1: Yeah, I liked a lot of the ones that you guys have talked about. The, the frost was really cool and the them talking at the end and looking up at the stars i also like in the beginning on the uh i think it's page six where they're like sitting on top of the building and they're kind of just uh there's a lot of there's a lot of action in that page like they're sitting on top of the building and then you kind of see them jutting out onto the page and sort of like sitting there and then you get the little flashback to kara um getting that psychic message and then you see them like sitting on the side of the building again it's it's just a really cool way that they formatted that page
2: yeah and on that page I, I like the little just there's a little circle where it shows the the boots uh mm-hmm. yeah Bat- Batgirl's boots and Supergirl's boots and it's just, it's just kind of neat to see you know two superheroes hanging out you know being superheroes together but also having just kind of a a chill moment where they're just kind of making friends and 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 literally hanging out together on top of a roof so I, I like even that little mention of it um i'm surprised that nobody mentioned on page four supergirl wears a like a cowgirl hat she <laughs> she steals um red spur who is a, a new character for me i don't know jamie is is he a, is red spur a, a character that you know of
3: he he's not one that rings a bell with me no
2: okay so i think he is a new dc comics character um and the batgirl has been chasing at the beginning of this issue and and he wears a a cowboy hat and so supergirl puts it on i i just kind of thought that was fun it showed a little personality with supergirl and you know she's working that hat uh so i really liked (laughs) seeing her 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 do that it kind of gave uh supergirl a little personality that she would take the the hat from him and and uh, put it on for a little bit. And it was it was nice to see her doing something, uh, you know, kind of goofy like that. And in, in, in terms of you know breaking up some of that superhero vigilante stuff that was going on. And uh, I was the only thing that wasn't crazy about the art in this issue. Um, there's a there's a on page eight, like Batgirl's butt is like hanging out the window. And I know that there is a function behind that. They're trying to show her climbing through the window. Uh, but I was like, well. I'm looking too much at that. I feel like that's a little too much of, this, you know, grabbing the attention on the page. So I wasn't crazy about that, but I do think that the the use of the blizzard and everything, the the way like Jamie you mentioned the. The way it was kind of colored to make it feel colder uh, I really liked that enough and it, it gave it a sense of you know chaos and wind and, and what that might have been like so I, I like the, the way that that is depicted so I think that the art on this uh, this issue was actually really really nice and it was nice to have a little bit of a refresher so I um, enjoyed that a lot. Um, Jamie what are your kind of overall thoughts on uh, Batgirl annual number one?
3: I got a couple of good chuckles out of it. Um, most particularly, let me get back to the page here. I'm I'm old school. I don't have this digital stuff that you people have. <laughs> I have pages that I actually have to turn. So. That's awesome. Uh, right after they do the heat vision thing with, uh, what's his name again? Frostpoint Point or something like that? Yeah. Caleb. We'll, we'll call him Caleb because I can't remember his other name. And, uh, you know, he's doing the piggyback thing and. They're looking through the cells, and Kara says, "But all the cells are empty." And Batgirl says, "Can't you like mind meld or something?" <laughs> no, and um, kind of racist. <laughs> I I got a huge chuckle out of that for some reason. Fun issue. I I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good, and uh, I would have liked a more solid continuation to it, honestly.
2: Yeah, it was it was neat to see them sort of get to know each other, like. Supergirl has to teach Batgirl about heat vision and Krypton and the Phantom Zone. So it was neat to see them, and I, I was laughing because there is uh, a, a bit of Batgirl where she's sort of poking at Supergirl a little bit about her living in California, about you know all the the things that she's probably going to do as a as a Californian, you know, like going to yoga class, you know, yoga and all 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 of the the kind of hipstery things that she might be doing as a Californian. And um, I, I, I thought that that was a way that they kind of showed showed some of their differences, but they also sort of got to know each other. So I, I liked that a lot. Uh, Carly, what did you think about this issue overall?
0: It was fun, a little adventure for Batgirl and Supergirl. Which I mean, it's the first time I've read a comic where they've teamed up. So and. Uh, I actually did, I, I did kind of like uh, the Burnside run. I thought it was a fun comic, especially because, I mean, I have some experience reading Batgirl, but not a ton, so it was a fun kind of uh, short run to jump into for a little bit. Uh, but I'm really excited to see the two of them hanging out, because I feel like it's one of those things where they're they're so alike in so many ways, and also yet so different, that it just cracks me up <laughs> all the time. Like they just the just that they kind of banter the whole time at each other, and it's never it's not mean spirited. It's always just kind of like they're poking fun. So
3: I really like that. If any of you ever read uh, Super Sons, which is uh, Jonathan Kent and uh, Damian Wayne kind of their book together, this very much was reminiscent of one of the Super Sons issues where they're kind of at each other the whole time, but they're still working together. And it's just a fun dynamic, and I, I'm a huge fan of Super Sun, So that's probably why I appreciated this book as much as I did, because for me it was reminiscent of that.
2: Yeah, it's it's always fun to see two characters who m- might not get along like be put into situations together to see how they would uh, interact. And I, I think it's it's neat to see that Batgirl and Supergirl do kind of have the, the some of those same dynamics that. Um, that they kind of get over their differences and, and still be able to team up and get the job
1: done. Uh, Morgan, do you have any overall thoughts about this issue? I really liked it. I, I, I also love whenever Supergirl and Batgirl ha- have to team up together or have to interact because I think that they're really fun interactions. And I don't have, like, a, a huge background in, in Batgirl books, but I did uh, I did really enjoy, like, the Stephanie Brown run. I remember that there was a Supergirl-Batgirl issue in there so i was excited when we were gonna tackle the annual and see them interact and I, I think that they have a really fun interaction i like that they they poke fun at each other a little bit but they seem to have like a really good um like a really good relationship right off the bat yep. pun uh, <laughs> nice <laughs> nice thanks thank you uh, thank
2: you yes yes um yeah i i too enjoyed this. I, I thought it was a, a a good issue to show them kind of interacting. For It sounded like the first, seemed like the first time, uh, according to the issue, that this was the first time they have kind of really teamed up and, and gotten to know each other. And so I, I think having them in a situation where they had to really go, you know, on a focused mi- mission to get uh, this, you know, checked out to find this uh, Gale, a uh, person who can communicate with Supergirl, and they they talk about the Phantom Zone, which is very exciting for me, because I'm very interested in the Phantom Zone, because it's always, it's always neat to see a, a different interpretation of it, and I thought it was interesting that Batgirl mentions a, a psionic interference, and I wondered if that was some sort of tease to Psy coming into play, because Psy is now one of my... Uh, favorite uh, Supergirl villains. I, I I probably would attribute that to Sterling Gates and the Adventures of Supergirl because I, I really liked what he did with her there. Um, so I, I kind of wondered if that was a thing that might happen, um, but it, it was it was nice to see how Batgirl and Supergirl kind of were a good combination for each other. They um, kind of team up to stop the uh, the Frost Point. Caleb Kidd, and uh, I, I like the little uh, panel uh, towards the end where Batgirl actually has to carry Supergirl out because Supergirl's been so wiped out by trying to um, to deal with Gail, and, and Gail kind of uh, wears her out. So it was neat to see that Batgirl uh, can can have some physical strength, too. So I, I liked seeing that, um, and I really liked uh, them kind of... Uh, in, in terms of the Batgirl stuff, I liked... Seeing Batgirl encouraging Supergirl because Supergirl's a little bit down on herself uh, for not saving Gail, and uh, they have this uh, fun little interaction of uh, Supergirl giving herself a C plus grade, and Batgirl's like, "Well, I give you a, a B minus." So it was neat to see that they were encouraging each other uh, to to be a superhero. So I really liked it. Well, I think that's going to do it for our thoughts on Batgirl Annual Number One. If
0: you've already picked up
1: the issue, make sure to give it a rating in Comixology or your DC Comics app. And if you haven't bought it yet, Batgirl Annual Number One is available in the DC Comics app, the Comixology app, as well as Comixology.com, Google Play, the Nook Store, Amazon, and at readdcentertainment.com. Jamie, thanks so much for uh,
2: coming on Supergirl Radio to talk about Supergirl and Batgirl's team up. Uh, Where can our listeners uh, find you and Holy Batcast on the Internet?
3: Holy Batcast. uh, We have a Facebook page. Uh, We have the Real Fans for Real Movies Facebook page Uh, on Twitter. You can reach us at Holy Batcast. Or if you want to follow me directly on Twitter, I am at Bat Raider. Three nine six zero. That's B A T R A I D E R three nine six zero.
2: I would personally uh, just recommend Holy Batcast if you're looking for a Batman podcast. Um, I do threaten from time to time to take Jamie's uh, job from the podcast, but I think since Andy uh, isn't here, maybe maybe I'll just uh, have a coup and uh, take Andy's position, and Jamie and I can talk about Batman.
3: Uh, I don't well, know. he's threatening me with a Batman and Robin commentary in a couple of weeks, so I will gladly give you my job right now. <laughs> I,
2: I, I will fill in if need be. Uh, that would be fine. Uh, but thank you again for uh, joining us to talk about Batgirl and Supergirl. And as- my pleasure and as for keeping up with us if you want to contact supergirl radio you can email us at supergirlradio at com. you can post a comment on our website at supergirlradio.com if you'd like to leave us a voicemail you can call us at 678-718-7252 you can like us on facebook and follow us on twitter and instagram all at supergirl radio and you can listen to us on google play and iheart radio and we have become a literal supergirl radio on spotify so you, you can check out our playlist there and we are listed on DC's fan page, which you can find at dccomics.com forward slash DC dash fans.
0: We are available on iTunes and Stitcher, so if you have time, we encourage you to give us a rating and write a
1: review. And we're a part of the DC TV Podcast Network, so if you also like Gotham, Arrow, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, iZombie, DC <laughs> films, and classic DC TV shows, and the upcoming Black Lightning, Krypton, and Teen Titan shows, subscribe to the DC TV podcast mega feed and follow at DC TV podcast on Twitter and like DC TV podcast on Facebook. (laughs) At some point
2: during that, there was a little (laughs) sigh. In, in, know, in, know, in knowing that you had to keep going, which made at, at me laugh. At some
1: point in, in that, I, a, a little piece of me dies every time. I was like, "Oh God, there's so many more now."
2: <laughs> well, you, you managed to pull it off, so well done.
1: Thank you. Well, you
2: can follow me on Twitter at Derby Kid. That's D-E-R-B-Y-K-I-D. I'm also on Instagram at the Derby Kid, which is T-A-T-D-E-R-B-Y-K-I-D. And you can watch videos I've shot and edited on my YouTube channel at youtube.com uh, uh, slash prod. That's D-U-C-K-M-I-L-K-P-R-O-D. And uh, just in terms of podcasting, I was recently a guest on DC on DC, uh, the, the DC on DC podcast, to talk about some Supergirl and The Flash. And it worked a little uh, film criticism talk in uh, in there if you're into that. So uh, I enjoyed talking with Chad about those, uh, those finales for Supergirl and The Flash. So definitely check that out.
0: You can find me on Twitter at my name, Carly Lane. Uh, I'm currently writing over at Nerdist and Sci-Fi Wire. Just wrote about Wonder Woman. So if you want, if you want yet another Wonder Woman hot take.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And we all need another one.
0: (laughs) We we all, you need all the Wonder Woman hot takes. No, I, (laughs) uh, spoiler alert, loved the movie. So I wrote a little thing about it. Um, One aspect that I really liked. And that's pretty much it right now. But uh, basically, just follow me on Twitter because I post everything that I'm working on there.
1: And you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Mojotastic. That's M O J O T A S T I C. Uh, I'm also one of the co hosts of the Legends of Tomorrow podcast. Um, so you should check that out because it's a pretty cool podcast. And we are doing some sporadic stuff uh, throughout the summer. So even though there's not any new Legends of Tomorrow episodes, you can still listen to the podcast. I mean, you don't have to watch the show. You could just listen to the podcast.
2: <laughs> well, it sounds like the summertime would be a good time if people wanted to start watching. I mean, I know they're already listening to the podcast, but they yes, could start
1: yes. watching the show. It's all up on Netflix now. Like, you can start watching the show so that you can, like, more fully appreciate the podcast. <laughs> yeah I, I
2: think that's a that's a good plan if you want to do something for the summer
1: yeah definitely uh you can also find my writing um at buddy tv right now i'm uh covering the last season of pretty little liars and uh, i've also have some uh, additional winona Earp stuff that's coming up uh, this week so you should check that out erp is such
2: a cool last name it is it's real fun to say yeah winona erp it's cool it's a it's a cool it's a cool name Uh, Well, I think that's going to do it. And uh, thanks for joining us as we read Supergirl in Rebirth.